Tech Fighter Worldwide. It's the High Tech Podcast in plain English with an hour's worth of news in about 20 minutes. That's because we leave out the commercials, the station breaks, the sports, and most of the jingles. Podcast number 654 for the 4th of August, 2019. This week, WordPerfect hasn't been the dominant word processor since the 1990s, but Corel's development efforts for the past 23 years and WordPerfect's longtime killer feature, Reveal Codes, make it exactly the right choice for some users. In short circuits, sometimes a new application doesn't install properly. When that happens, finding a workaround starts with reading and understanding the diagnostic messages. The Google Local Guides feature is handy for finding store hours, movie theaters, and good restaurants, but it can be much more during a crisis. In spare parts only on the website, Capital One, a Virginia bank with a huge online presence, suffered a data breach that exposed credit card application information from 100 million people. Fortunately, this incident isn't quite as bad as it sounds. And sometimes Windows takes far too long to shut down. There is a solution, but it involves a registry edit, and it's a change that might cause other problems. Let's take a look. For the past 23 years, Corel has been improving the WordPerfect Office suite, and the current version is X9, the 19th release. WordPerfect, Quattro Pro, and Paradox were all once standalone applications. The WordPerfect Office suite was assembled by Borland and then acquired by Corel in 1996. When WordPerfect first came to market back in 1982, I had been using a word processor called Word 11 via a terminal on a DEC PDP-11 computer running the Ristus-E operating system. I had convinced the owner of the business that we really ought to take a look at desktop computers. Fine, he said, you do it. So we had some Zenith IBM compatible computers, and a man stopped at the office one day with an application he wanted to show me. WordPerfect 2.2, a word processor that he said was better than WordStar. Well, I had looked at WordStar, and I had looked at a lot of other word processors for DOS and found them all to be horrid when compared to Word 11. So I didn't expect much from WordPerfect, but I listened to his spiel. Minutes later, he had made me a believer. WordPerfect was far superior to anything on the market back then, and remained so until the mid-1990s. Misdirection, that's a polite word for lies, by Microsoft led WordPerfect developers in the wrong direction. The advent of Windows 3 in 1990 ended Microsoft's participation with IBM in developing OS 2, and at the time WordPerfect had only DOS and OS 2 versions. They tried to adapt the OS 2 version to a Windows application. But by the time the company fielded a workable Windows version, Microsoft had largely captured the word processor market with Word. That's all ancient history now, but it's worth considering how we got to where we are. Wikipedia describes it this way. While WordPerfect dominated the DOS market, 
Microsoft shifted its attention toward a Windows version of Word. After Windows 3.0 was introduced, Word's market share began to grow at an extraordinary rate. A Windows version of WordPerfect was not introduced until nearly two years after Windows 3.0 and was met with poor reviews. Word also benefited from being included in an integrated Office suite package much sooner than WordPerfect. While WordPerfect had more than 50% of the worldwide word processing market in 1995, by 2000, Word had up to 95%. It was so dominant that WordPerfect executives admitted their software needed to be compatible with Word documents to survive. Again, that's from Wikipedia. Today's WordPerfect Office Suite is available in five editions, Standard, Professional, Legal, Home and Student, and Academic. The primary applications are WordPerfect, Quattro Pro, and Presentations. Most of the collections omit the Paradox Database Manager. WordPerfect Lightning, eBook Publisher, and Aftershot are also included in all of the versions. WordPerfect is clearly the primary application for most users, so I'll spend most of my time there. Nostalgia aside, WordPerfect still has a loyal following in the legal market, and the application has features that Microsoft has never been able to replicate. One example in just two words, reveal codes. I see plaintive cries frequently from Word users who have done something to their document and can't figure out how to fix that something that they inadvertently did. One of the most common problems is a ruling line below a line of text, a line that the user can't figure out how to get rid of. Well, the ruling line is simply a paragraph attribute, and eliminating it is easy if you know where to look, but many users don't. WordPerfect makes it easy with reveal codes. The user who accidentally creates an underscore will be able to see it immediately in reveal codes view. To remove the underscore, there's no need to search through a variety of menus. Instead, just locate graph line in the code view and delete it. Boom, problem solved. Along the way, as I said, WordPerfect was acquired by Corel, and that had further implications for how the word processor approaches its tasks. Styles and style libraries add paragraph-level formatting while allowing users to view the inline codes. Styles combine a variety of settings for typefaces, spacing, tab stops, margins, and a lot more. They can be created by the user to reduce the amount of time required to start a new document and they can be saved in the program's style library. When Corel acquired the desktop publishing program Ventura, Corel's developers migrated some of Ventura's formatting capabilities to WordPerfect. WordPerfect now also includes some features from the CorelDRAW graphics suite. The sharing works both ways. The CorelDRAW graphics suite now has some text editing capabilities that look suspiciously like WordPerfect. WordPerfect X9 has retained the traditional menu from more than a decade ago. No ribbon menu interface that most applications have adopted. Some think that this makes the application look rather dated, and that's true, but it works just fine. If you depend on collaboration tools found in Word, you won't find them here, and there's no real option for tracking changes. Document Review provides some capabilities to add comments or make revisions, though. Users can't import revisions that were created in a Microsoft Word document. That's not a problem for those who use an exclusive WordPerfect workflow, 
but it can be a showstopper for those who depend on interaction with word users. Most of the new or improved features in version X9 are minor, but useful. For example, it is possible to send a copy of a file to a portable drive without changing where the application thinks the default save location is. Instead of using Save As, selecting Send To will save a copy of the file to a Bluetooth device, a zip file, an email client, and several other locations. And if a USB thumb drive is attached, it will appear in the list of locations. Other minor tweaks include support for Microsoft Visual Basic for Applications 7.1. It's now included in the WordPerfect Office X9 installer. There are enhancements to the Make It Fit function and adjusting the scrolling speed when using the mouse to select text. Those who use a word processor to create files for use in a publishing application such as InDesign will find that the publishing application might not accept WordPerfect files. That's an easy problem to resolve. Just save your WordPerfect file in Word format. The first time you do that, you'll see a warning that a new component must be installed. The installation is automatic, and from that point forward, WordPerfect will be able to save files in standard Word format. Microsoft Word can become unstable with extremely long documents, but WordPerfect remains stable even with documents that are both long and complex. In many ways, text formatting exceeds what can be accomplished with Word, probably the result of Corel's acquisition of Ventura Publisher. Those who need spreadsheet and presentation functions will find the WordPerfect suite to lag behind Microsoft's applications, but they're still more than adequate for most users. WordPerfect gives users far more control over formatting because it takes a fundamentally different approach. Word, trying to be helpful, often makes decisions for the user, but WordPerfect presumes that the user wants to be in control. Still, features like Make It Fit allow the application to take over some formatting tasks when asked to do so by the user. WordPerfect also does things that Word doesn't. Word can export a PDF document. WordPerfect can create a PDF document with fillable form fields. Word can send a document to InDesign to create an ebook. WordPerfect can export an ebook directly. WordPerfect can create alternate redacted versions of documents. Word doesn't even try. Word can import files from a few older applications and export in a few alternate formats. WordPerfect can read and write all Word formats and those of dozens of other Word processors, many of which no longer exist. Okay, so maybe you have a question about that. You might wonder about the value of that last feature. Why would anybody want to read files from a Word processor that no longer exists? Well, I'll answer that question with a question. Do you have any WordStar, Xyrite, or Ami Pro documents on your computer? Or does anyone in your family or company ever want to recover text from old documents? Yeah, admittedly, it's a very uncommon situation, but it is a most welcome feature when you need it. For those who need to work with people who use Word, it's comforting to know that WordPerfect can read and write all Microsoft Word formats. WordPerfect's primary selling point must be its text formatting capabilities, though. Starting with a basic text document, a user can apply standard formatting for the entire document and optionally make that formatting the starting point for all 
future documents. The format includes typeface, font size, weight, text color, spacing between paragraphs, indents, tab stops, and a whole lot more. New documents have a few built-in styles, such as several levels of headings. When changes are made to the style, all paragraphs that have had that style applied also change. This is normal for Word, but building that capability into WordPerfect was challenging. That's because of the character-level markers required for reveal codes. Word has a limited style viewer, but WordPerfect has the best combination of character-level formatting and document-wide styles. Corel WordPerfect Office can be installed on two devices used by the same person, a desktop computer and a notebook, for example, and the applications may be used on only one computer at a time. That puts WordPerfect at a pricing disadvantage compared to Microsoft Office Live, which costs less, can be installed on more computers, and used by multiple people simultaneously. So the bottom line is going to be five cats. You might wonder about that. WordPerfect Office, I would say it is superior, but it's not for everyone. Microsoft will continue to be the major player in the word processor and office suite market, but WordPerfect has some unique features that make it a favorite in law offices and for those who need formatting capabilities not present in Word. If you'd like additional details, check out the Corel website. There is a link from the TechBiter Worldwide website, www.techbiter.com. In short circuits, sometimes installing an application leads to perplexing situations. One of these situations occurred when I installed WordPerfect Office, and the solution involved enabling the administrator account. WordPerfect Office is available on disk or via download. If you download the file, the file doesn't actually install the software, but starts by extracting the files that will install the software. The default location for these files is on the C drive, but I wanted to place them on the G drive where I keep downloads. Well, that was easy enough to do. Then when the installer runs, it will ask for the serial number or activation code that will have been provided via your Corel account online or on the disk holder if you purchase the software in a box. The default is to install WordPerfect, Quattro Pro, Presentations, and WordPerfect Lightning. You'll probably want to retain all of those settings. The default location is the Program Files x86 directory on the boot drive. You'll want to leave that there, too. And you'll want to leave the option for the WordPerfect eye filter and desktop shortcuts enabled. If you're planning to remove Microsoft Office and want WordPerfect Office to open Microsoft-based files, you'll want to select all of the file associations. When I pressed the Install Now button, something strange happened. Soon after the installation process started, an error message appeared stating that the installer itself did not have sufficient permissions to proceed and suggested that I log on as an administrator. Well, my account is an administrator. When I tried running the installer, which is called autorun.exe as an administrator, the same thing happened. Now that failure may have occurred because autorun.exe doesn't actually install the application. It calls another application, setup.exe, which is in another folder. Running that file as administrator might have worked, 
but I chose to just log on as the administrator. There's a difference between an administrator account and the administrator account, primarily that the administrator account runs with the highest privileges and bypasses all user access warnings. That account is disabled by default. If you choose to enable it, be sure to set a very strong password or to disable the account when you're finished with it. So if the administrator account isn't active, you need to set it up. Several methods exist to do this. My preference is to use either Command or PowerShell. Press the Windows key in X, then choose Command Admin or PowerShell Admin, whichever is there. When the command line becomes available, type net user administrator forward slash active colon yes. You'll see that on the TechBiter Worldwide website, so you can get the wording and spacing exactly as they should be. Once you get that in, press Enter. You should see a success message. Optionally, you can open the user manager by pressing the Windows key and then typing lusrmgr.msc and pressing Enter. Expand the Users section and double-click the administrator. Provide a name for the account, make sure Password Never Expires is selected, and that Account is Disabled is deselected. Then you can log into the administrator account, set a password, and wait a bit for the system to set up the defaults for the account. When that's complete, navigate to the installer files and start the process again. When the process is complete, you'll have new icons on the desktop for WordPerfect Quattro Pro presentations and WordPerfect Lightning. And once you get to that point, this would be a really good time to disable the administrator account by going back to Command Admin or PowerShell Admin and typing net user administrator forward slash active no and pressing enter. Google's local guides feature is used often for mundane things. When a store is open, or where to find a good Cuban sandwich, or where's the closest movie theater. But it can also be used during an emergency, and Google has been sending messages to participants about how they can be helpful when things go wrong. Approximately 33 million people participate in the Local Guides program, when there's a problem, opening Google Maps will display a crisis card near the bottom of the screen. You'll see an example of that on the TechBiter Worldwide website this week. Google's example uses Hurricane Michael in Florida. Articles posted on the Google Connect blog explain how users can contribute during a crisis. And there's a link to Connect on the TechBiter Worldwide website. It's also possible to report and confirm road closures on the map, whether during a crisis or not. If a crisis card appears on the screen, tapping it will allow the user to report road closures and other useful and helpful information. But the process is less obvious if you simply want to report a road that's closed for scheduled maintenance. Currently, reporting the closure isn't possible on Google Maps, but this seems to be something that Google is working on. Instead, use Waze, which is owned by Google, Reporting the closure will eventually cause the information to be routed to Google Maps. Local guides can use Google Maps to confirm road closures or report that the road is now open. Some roads around the Ohio State Fairgrounds, or the Ohio Expo Center as they prefer to be called, are closed during the Ohio State Fair. 
The fair is in progress this week, and so some of the roads around the fairgrounds are closed. If you want to confirm that they are still closed, you can open Google Maps, make sure the traffic layer is visible. The road closure will be indicated by red no-entry icons, indicating the beginning and the end of the closed area. Tap one of the icons, and you can respond with yes, no, or not sure to the question, is this road closed now? If a new road has opened and it's not yet on Google Maps, you can report that too. Start by navigating to the location where the missing road should be, tap the menu icon, scroll all the way to the bottom of the menu and click Send Feedback. Select Missing Road. The display will show a circle. Scroll the map so that the circle is where the new road starts and then click the plus sign. Scroll the map and click the plus sign additional times to drop more markers as you need them until the blue line accurately shows the location of the new road. Then click Next, add the name of the missing road, and click Send. You can also use the feedback function to report a missing place, a missing address, or wrong information. Considering that natural disasters kill tens of thousands of people every year and affect some 160 million people annually, Google Local Guides could provide useful information in a time of crisis. This would be a good time to learn how. You know, there was a crisis at a bank this week, so that's where spare parts will start, but only on the website. Capital One, a Virginia bank with a huge online presence, suffered a data breach that exposed credit card application information from 100 million people. Fortunately, this incident isn't quite as bad as it sounds. And sometimes Windows takes far too long to shut down. There is a solution, but it involves a registry edit, and it's a change that might cause some other problems. Let's take a look. Thanks for listening to TechBiter Worldwide, the podcast with an hour's worth of technology news in about 20 minutes. I'm Bill Blinn. Be sure to check out the website, www.techbiter.com. And if you like, send me an email from there. See you next week.